Welcome to Becoming a Happy Teacher podcast, because happy teachers make happy students. And now broadcasting to the world is your favorite happy teacher, Denise Irving. So today I want to speak on the topic, um, how we can think outside of the box for exceptional leadership. So I want you to use your chat box below because I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to respond in the chat box below. Now, thinking outside the box is supposed to mean confronting problems in atypical ways, thinking creatively and freely and encouraging frequent challenges to the status quo. Outside of box thinking in the creative words of Harvard business professor Francesca Genus is constructive non-conformity. This behavior that deviates from organizational norms or common expectations will benefit the organization, according to Ms. Gino. So my first question to you is, what does thinking outside of the box mean to you and how do you encourage it within your team? Put your answer in the chat box below. I look at it next when I'm finished. Okay, so there are many facets to thinking outside of the box. First facet is authentic connection. As an educator and as a leader in your educational field, you must step into your students' shoes in order to express empathy and to build connections with small intentional moments. Ask questions like, how are you feeling? How is your family doing? Um, do you know anyone that fell ill? How are you coping with this COVID-19 crisis? While doing that, don't forget your teachers. Because students find comfort in connecting with their teachers, but teachers also find comfort with connecting to you, school leaders. So reach out to both students and teachers alike, especially those who you haven't heard from in a while. Now, the second facet is access and equity. As school leaders, we must ensure that all students have access to education. Let me repeat, all students must have access to education. There must be equity distributed across the student population. This may look different from country to country or city to city, but in one way, but one way of ensuring that there is equity is not only putting in academic resources, but also making sure that social and emotional resources are embedded within your curriculum. Also consider new methods of communicating with parents and with your staff alike. Things like making home visits or reaching, to the, reaching out to the parents through community outreach. Now the third facet is pivoting towards a new normal. This is unprecedented times. No one has ever seen something like this in a hundred years. So we are truly living in modern history. This means that we, as school leaders must focus on developing new strategies, accessing new resources and creating the capacity to effectively deliver the new normal for our schools. So my second question for you is, what is your new normal? <laughs> All right, so we are looking at thinking outside of the box. So with that, our leadership style must change. And I'm so glad that Major General Vikram mentioned about adapting when it comes to your leadership style. 
The school leader must adapt his leadership style according to the situation. The instability of reality is of such that leaders must regroup and recalibrate in order to lead effectively during this crisis. The very nature of situational leadership theory is that the style changes according to the situation at hand. Right now, every day you're hearing the news, you're watching the news, and it's a different story, different information, new updates every hour on the hour. Information is coming fast and furious at us, and as school leaders, we must know how to navigate this new and unprecedented times by changing our leadership style according to the situation. So let me give you some tips and advice on what you can do to think outside of the box and to look at things differently and encourage constructive non-conformity, conformity rather. One, question the status quo regularly. Make non-conformity the expected conversation. Use an inquiry-based approach when addressing challenges with your team. Ask questions like why, how might we do so, so, so? What if so, so, so happens, then what should we do? Put apparent conflicting issues side by side and begin to solve them as a team. And also remember that you should try to solve problems before it happens, not after it happens. Conventional wisdom might state that resolving conflicting issues isn't possible, but if you challenge the way we do things today, you'll come up with new ways of doing things. Here's an example activity, and I hope you have your pens and papers ready to write this down. As school leaders, I want you to first give your staff members this assignment. Let them know that they have the opportunity to imagine that they work for another school, or maybe they work for a competitor. Now, their job is to come up with all the vulnerable areas that's in your school that may be sub, you know, susceptible to criticism or for attack. Now, this is way, one way you can challenge the status quo by helping your, your staff to identify new issues from a different perspective. So they are gonna write and tally all the vulnerable or the weak areas that they see within your school, within your institution, within your district, and then come up with some ways to safeguard those weak areas so that you offset any possible attack or criticism that's coming along the way. Two, take a wider perspective and oscillate between uncommon content. Breakthrough thinking and creativity often come from making uncommon connections. Keep widening the lens to take in different and broader perspectives that could make sense. The key is to oscillate between seemingly unrelated topics, concepts, or issues to find uncommon connection that causes a different view or an idea to move outside of the box. Now, don't discount anything that's unrelated or unconnected. Many times when someone makes a suggestion and you find, you feel that that suggestion really does not make any sense, truly, if you sit and think about it, you will find some way to make that suggestion 
connect with something else and it works. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Three, draw a picture with your team. Now, when I say draw a picture, I mean actually give them pen and paper or pencil and paper and tell them to draw. Now, you don't have to be a Da Vinci. You don't have to be a world-renowned artist. All you need to do is have them put the problem to solve on paper. What you're trying to do is you're trying to engage their visual thinking so that they can have different views about how to solve this problem. Drawing engages your right brain and that releases the whole of your logical left brain that uh, that has on the issues of thinking on the same things the same way all the time. We're trying to engage the brain so that we have different ways of thinking so that we do things unconventionally. All right, so I've given you some tips and pointers as to how you can think outside of the box and how you can lead your team to think outside of the box. So let us look at things that you should not do. Things like do not keep the old way of doing things or the old system of doing things. Take that out of your mind. This is, as I said, unprecedented times. You cannot continue operating like things were the same. Things are not the same, so you have to get used to the new normal and be mindful that the new normal will change probably from day to day or hour by hour. That's just how quickly things change. Now, another thing I don't want you to do is do not let fear drive your decision making. Another thing is do not pretend you have all the answers. Be open and honest to your staff and to the parents. Let them know that you don't have all the answers. We are all facing this COVID crisis and we've never faced it before. So we're going to try new things. Some things will work and some things won't. And we just have to be open to take that risk. See what works so that we can keep it. See what doesn't so that we can change it and move forward. Another thing I, wa- I don't want you to do is to try to please everyone. You will never be able to please everyone. You won't be able to please all the students, all the teachers, or the parents too. So what you just need to do is to do the best thing within the situation for your institution. So let us look at things to do. One thing I would like you to do is make planning decisions through the lens of the most disadvantaged population within your school. When you're making decisions, bear the students that are at the most disadvantaged in mind. Also, when you're making decisions regarding staff, bear in mind the teachers that are at the most disadvantaged in your school. Do your students have access to computers? Do your students have access to internet? Does your te- do your teachers have access to these things too? These are the things that you have to think about when you're making decisions going forward. Secondly, consider hosting stakeholder design meetings where students, parents, teachers, and administrators can list challenges, define values, and make decisions about new ways of working. There must be some level of engagement between 
all stakeholders across the institution. Everyone must have a say in how you now do things going forward. Thirdly, identify the most critical curriculum and focus on that. At this point, sometimes you just cannot cover all the things in the curriculum because of what's going on. So identify the critical areas within your curriculum, focus on that, and ensure that your students can readjust to a new way of learning, which is maybe your online learning, or readjust to the face-to-face -face instruction if your schools have started to open. Now, there are four key drivers for exceptional leadership. One key driver is clarity of focus. Focus on improvement efforts by developing shared depth and understanding of the most critical work at hand. Two, shared leadership. Serving as lead learners that develop capacity of teams to collectively improve practices and student learning results. Continuous improvement. Ensuring collaborative inquiry cycles at every level within your institution, resulting in improvement of practices and growth in students' learning. And the last key driver is collective expertise, supporting all students to demonstrate success with completing rigorous and complex learning tasks. Now, each teacher within each district within each country may have their own different way of think, of knowing or, or, or doing leadership. They may think, well, I may want to lead my staff in a certain route. I would like to direct them and would rather to collaborate with them as they lead the team. Another way of leading is through flexibility, through participating in activities, through directing, through delegating, ensuring that you have courage, and also ensuring that you have a clear vision. And the clear vision and strategy must be created by all stakeholders within the institution. All right, thank you so much. So you have seen where just thinking outside of the box and leading your team to think outside of the box can help you to generate new ways of thinking, new ways of learning, and new ways of connecting across stakeholders, connecting with parents, connecting with students, and also connecting with your fellow staff members. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you truly got some new information from my presentation. Thank you for joining us this week on Becoming a Happy Teacher. Make sure you visit our website, happy-teachers.com, where you can subscribe to the show. And remember to tell a friend that happy teachers make happy students. See you next time.